It's break time with Christopher J. Today we're going to take a look at Trix cereal. Let's time trip back to 1954 and start our story. Buckle up. So, I was born in 1976, and in the 80s, I remember one of the big things in kid culture were breakfast cereals. There was always some interesting toy inside, there was always a cool mascot, there were contests, a lot of things were tied into the cereals, especially in my line of work where I represent Saturday morning from the 80s. It was customary to get a big bowl of whatever you wanted and sit down in front of the TV and just wolf it down, whether it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, whether it was that weird kid that liked the grape nuts or the fruit and fiber. One of the most popular cereals from back then was Trix. Now, Trix originated back in 1954, and they weren't exactly original. They were a sugar-coated version of Kix cereal, which had started decades earlier. Most people don't know that. Most people remember the 80s campaign of Kix of kid-tested, mother-approved, yada yada, it's low in sugar, so it was healthier for you, or at least better than just having a bunch of sugar-coated whatever. Trix actually started life as a sugar-coated version of Kix. And here's the kicker. Trix back then, as compared to today, had 46% more sugar in it than it does now in 2024. The original uh, cereal came out in three colors or flavors. It was uh, orange. It was actually orangey-orange. It was lemony-yellow and red raspberry, and then as years went on, they added things like uh, grapey or grapey purple, uh, there was lime green, there was wild berry blue, there's been watermelon and berry blue, so they've added a large variety of things to it over the, the years. In 1955, it entered into the market for a test run, basically. General Mills, the maker of the cereal, they experimented with a uh, rabbit puppet as the mascot for Trix. It was always going to be a thing that it was going to be a rabbit, apparently. So the advertising agency that they went through, Dancer Fitzgerald Semple, which has been mentioned on the Saturday Morning Podcast in regards to Phil Mendez of uh, Kissy Fur and Foo Fur fame, they're the ones that got this account, and they're the ones who had the animated Silly Rabbit, which debuted in 1959, and this was one of our first glimpses at Tricks with the Silly Rabbit. I have a problem. I'm a rabbit, and rabbits are supposed to love carrots, but ugh, what I love is Tricks. Tricks is the corn cereal with fruit flavor, and they come in fruit colors, raspberry red, lemon yellow, and orange orange. All mixed together in one big box. And they're crispy, crunchy, and boy, do I love them. I could eat them for breakfast and lunch and supper and even after school. If I went to school. Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. That's my problem. Tricks are for kids. When I grow up, I'm going to have a whole house full of tricks. Yeah. Don't you just love tricks food colors? Yeah. And that fruit flavor. I like them better than anything. What's the matter with him? I'm sad because tricks are for kids. Now, Joe Harris, who is a copywriter and illustrator at Dancer Fitzgerald Sample, uh, the advertising agency, he also wrote the line, Silly Rabbit, tricks are for kids. 
and that's still in use today. It was used at the end of all the commercials. Um, the rabbit would try and get the cereal from the kids, and the kids would have to figure out how to keep it, and they'd always tell them, Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids! Which actually led into one of my favorite moments ever on The Golden Girls, where Rose's boyfriend, Miles, is hiding out from the mafia, and he's dressed as a rabbi, and he's in the Golden Girls' house, and Sophia doesn't understand who he is, and he says, uh, Sophia, it's me, Miles, I'm, I'm in disguise, I'm trying to, I'm trying to trick the mob, to which she says, silly rabbi, tricks are for kids, and I remember laughing hysterically at that, because it was a brilliant line, it spoke to me as a cereal-eating child, and I loved it. And 40 years later, having only seen the episode one other time, I remember that moment very distinctly. Now, somewhere along the way in the 1960s, someone had a brilliant idea. They thought, what if the rabbit was actually entitled to eat the cereal? So there was a contest that was held, and they've done this five times, in 1968, 1976, 80, 84, and 91. It was a contest called Let the Rabbit Eat Tricks. And if people sent in their box top um, mail-in little little form there, and they said, yes, the rabbit should eat, then he won. And those are the five times that he actually got to eat tricks, and they wrote it into the commercials, and People, I guess, rejoiced her or what have you, but he finally got what he what he wanted. Now, when the cereal started, they were put out as spheres, but in uh, 1991, they changed it over to, like, uh, shapes, different shapes. The different colors had different shapes to represent what they were. But then somewhere in the 2000s, they decided, nah, let's go back to the, to the little balls. So they did, and they looked like kicks, just different colors. But in 2018, uh, the rabbit was proud to announce that they are bringing the fruity shapes back, and they've stuck since then. Now, just like any cereals, there's been a ton of different premiums that have been in. Some of them include a full-size roll of lifesavers that came in the box. There have also been premiums like uh, a Trick's Rabbit that came in it, or uh, Go Go Glow safety stickers that uh, came inside the box. And sometimes the box itself was the prize. There'd be like a story box they released at one point. So you'd sit there at your kitchen table, you'd have your cereal, and you could read the back, and there'd be a little story for, for you to, to check out. The Rabbit was part of the Got Milk advertising campaign in the 90s. Uh, that commercial had a comedian Harlan Williams playing the church rabbit. He was the rabbit was disguised as a man. He goes to the store, he gets a box of tricks, and uh, gets home, and he's going to enjoy it, except that he's out of milk, and of course, it all ends badly for the rabbit, as it should. And one time, just one time, uh, another famous rabbit, Bugs Bunny, came over and tried to help the church rabbit to get his own box of cereal. The results were mixed, but... They didn't remain friends, so you can imagine Bugs wasn't quite the uh, influencer that he should have been. So, tricks and other cereals like that, those were some of the things that helped to make the 50s through today so special. Well, that's it for now. Join us next time when we explore more 80s and 90s pop culture. If you've got any memories of this or other things from the best decades, email me at satmornpod at hotmail.com. And if you're a fan of the 80s, or cartoons, or cartoons from the 80s, be sure to check out the Saturday Morning Podcast hosted by me. We drop a new episode every other Saturday, and hope it'll make you feel like a kid again. 
And now, back to our regularly scheduled program.